Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With Pat. Unpopular opinion. I really don't like garbage plates at all. I feel like they're kind of kind of greasy. Without the meat sauce, maybe. That's just what gets me is like the meat sauce. John. Yeah. yeah. Like when you get to a certain age in your mid-20s, I feel like certain things that are so so greasy and so so deep fried stop being as appealing so pat maybe you're more mature than all of us at this point <laughs> and rando pat what'd you get instead of the garbage plate though yeah no i got chicken tenders on buffalo rumblings all right welcome back to not another buffalo podcast here on a victory monday Woo! This is the Buffalo Rumblings podcast. You can find us on all platforms at NutBuff Podcast. Gentlemen, how we uh, how we feeling? Glorious, glorious, Lord, victorious. That's all, all, I need. all the Orioles, victorious. Yeah, no, I'd say whole Victoria Justice today, man. Victoria Justice and Ariana Grande, victorious. <laughs> well, Brenda, let's let's start with the in stadium stuff. So you were obviously there. You were working. The Sabers were there. Some other interesting people were there. Yeah. Like how was how was the in stadium experience? I think if you are looking at the history of your Bills fandom, there might be a couple other games that that reach up to here. I remember I went to a game against Tampa. It was in October and it got to be like 75 degrees. Tyrod led a game winning drive and the Bills made the playoffs that year. Right. And so that was a peak of a fandom. But what more could you possibly ask for from a Sunday one o'clock October football game. You you can't ask for anything better than what you got. The weather was picture perfect, like out of a movie, beautiful, right? And then you have the Dolphins coming to town, division rival, coming off of a 70 burger, right? And you need this game or you're going to fall two and a half games back. So a lot of Dolphins fans were there. I did see a lot of good Dolphins fans, but outside of Trey's injury, which was weird from being in the stadium. I, you can't really see what's going on, right? As often as you can on TV. I didn't see the helmet throw until later, but I did see Poyer ride off in the cart with Trey, and that was sad. But from a football perspective, from a game perspective, it was incredible. You can't ask for anything better, right? You can't. It was picturesque, 10 out of 10. Great football game, great atmosphere. It was rocking. Tyree Hill doesn't know what he's talking about when it builds mafia, just another place. Well, guess what, buddy? Your quarterback had a couple delay games and a couple false starts from your offensive line and a couple timeouts used because you can't hear your snap count because we're loud. So on that Tyreek Hill. But other than that, I walked in with OJ Simpson. That was cool. Didn't recognize him until he's right next to me. I'm like, oh, this guy looks like OJ. And then somebody was like, can I get a picture, OJ? And I look at him and I was like, no. It's not going to happen. He's surrounded by bodyguards, but he was hustling along and I'm pushing my wheelchair. I was like, Hey, 
Mr. Simpson, you, you want to ride? And he's like, absolutely not. But you can take me to my seat. So I walked with him to his seat. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. Meeting the but juice. That's hilarious. Saw the Sabres literally two seconds after dropping off OJ at his seat. I turned the corner and I'm looking at this really tall guy. And I'm like, this guy looks familiar. And I'm like, wait. And then the guy next Tage? to him, I, I didn't recognize Tage off the bat, which is funny. I only recognized him because he was standing next to Zemgus Gergensen's. And he's got a face that you can't miss. Yeah, right? you, you you don't run into Zemgus in the grocery store and think it's anybody else besides Zemgus. And then you see Darlene just like, you know how he looks, Mr. Swedish guy. And uh, I'm like, wait, this is the whole Sabres team. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. I didn't really get to say anything to them, but it was an awesome day. That's- People were nice. At least if you were Bills fans, I didn't ask any Dolphins fans if the Bills fans were nice to them this time. But there's no snowballs going around. But it was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. Josh Allen caps it off with a perfect game. Not officially the perfect game like New England, but that perfect passer rating. So what more could you have asked for? Except Drew Bledsoe getting the intro right. Did you see he messed up the... Hey, I didn't didn't see that. What what did he do? How did he mess it up? He was like, hey, hey, and then he skipped the second one and he went like right into Let's Go Buffalo. I don't know. You have to find a clip, but he messed it up. But the cra- the crowd was like, what's happening? And then they kind of regrouped and Drew was like, oh, I think I think it's not supposed to be like that. But <laughs> considering they brought a legend in who had one good season to be a legend <laughs> for the Buffalo Bills. It's kind of funny. Need, but, I feel like <laughs> but, in the hey, 2000s, that, that's all you needed. Yeah. That 2004 Bills team is like historically the team, the best NFL team to never make the playoffs. Yeah. Which I always like that stat, but yeah. But anyways, <laughs> how'd you guys enjoy the game from your perspective locations? Obviously it was awesome watching from home. Like Pat, you, did you watch this from home too? Yeah. Yeah. W R O C. Yeah, I mean, I, like I pulled my shoulder out once from jumping up and cheering, and uh, get the I ice, mean, babe. Get the ice. It's, it's exciting. Not for my beer, it's for my shoulder. Yeah, well, you never ice a beer anyway, Brando. Come on. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, it was it was exciting on both sides of the ball for this game, right? It's like usually you're like, okay, the Bills are on offense. That's when you're jumping up and cheering. If they're on defense, as long as the other team doesn't score thirty, you're you're excited, right? But this defense this year, splash plays. McDermott called, I mean, it was just poetry in motion that the game that he called on defense, all the timing was great. No complaints anywhere. Really? I mean, obviously Trey white went down and that's terrible. And now he's out for the season. That was, that was gut wrenching to say the least. Cause you knew exactly why he was upset immediately. It's because of how hard he worked to come back from that last injury and how he, it felt like he had just kind of returned to form three games in, like he had just gotten there where he was feeling like, himself and playing at that level and then all of a sudden it's you know another year that he's going to be in that lonely rehab process go ahead do you know how many snaps von miller and trey white played together as buffalo bills Uh, it's very few it's zero snaps it's 12 12 they played the thanksgiving game trey white came back on thanksgiving played 12 snaps and von tours acl that's tough Yeah. yeah i mean i was I've been going to the gym, working out a little bit the last couple of weeks and the sauna talk, man. I, you know, I like to sit in there quietly and just just a couple of dudes talking in the sauna, you know, but (laughs) yeah, I mean, everybody has an opinion on it and it's funny because this guy's like, Jordan Poyer's a bum. Look at this old guy out there. And I was like, well, he's not, he's he's not really a bum. Did you pay attention to anything that he did last year? Yeah. To Kansas city with a collapsed lung, right? Yeah. Wasn't that the game? Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, he, 
he, he played without a contract last year. He, he came to training camp. You know, he, he seems like a pretty good dude and he seems like he does a lot for the team. And, you know, I think we, uh, I like Taylor Rapp too, but like, that doesn't mean Jordan's a bum. And then, uh, he stopped talking to me after that, but the, <laughs> the conversation today was all about rehabbing and, you know, he's got three young kids. I think he just had another baby and anybody that's ever rehabbed an injury, it's brutal, right? The alone in the gym process and how much work you have to put in. And now he's just got to do it again, just like Clay Thompson did. And you know, when that kinetic chain of muscles gets messed up like it has for Trey, it's never any good. So it just thinks, you know, he's on a trajectory to have his name on the Wall of Fame. And I hope, yeah, if they ever win one with him here, whether he's a coach or he's a player in a role that fits him, you know, as, as a healthy player, but you know, make this guy something in Buffalo because he was something for us. And I just, I love Trey White and it's really sad to see. Yeah. Well, I think we need to pick me up and I have, I have just the right idea oh. for that, Brando. You and I, you and I came prepared. I don't know if Pat's going to join us on this, but uh, oh boy, the, the no, trending I, thing. I only brought quotes, not, not this cocktail of <laughs> debauchery. Are you guys going to, you going to drink the whole thing? No, I don't know. I, I guess we'll see how bad it is. If I, if I'm going to throw up, I'm not going to do it, but I, I wanted to get it in before the ice melts in my cup. Cause I feel like the blue cheese on there too. I don't have any, I can't get blue, good blue cheese around here. Anything that I put on here, like, you know, whatever hidden Valley would make me throw up. But, this is, uh, this is not Frank's hot sauce. So I might be a little bit off on the concoction. This is good. Cholua's Cholua's original. That, that's close enough. I'm, I've got the Frank's red hot Buffalo, uh, enough for both of us. So I right, grab mini, my mini, cup. mini can of Pepsi here. I wanted to get a mini can of Pepsi today, but tops wanted to charge me six bucks. <laughs> For a mini can, for a singular mini can of Pepsi, it was probably for the pack of them. But shout out to my significant other for picking these up at the grocery store while she was there today. Little soundbite for you. Wait, so was it was it six packs or six bucks for a six pack? Yeah, that's rough, dog. For the podcast, it's priceless. No, I was gonna. uh, We're in a soft beverage uh, recession here. What are you going to do if it's actually delicious, though? I don't know. See, a lot of people have said it's like a Bloody Mary, and oh, I don't think yeah. I've ever had a Bloody Mary, actually. And that doesn't sound like something that's good to me. Like, I never yeah. really liked V8 juice growing up. All right, here we go. I don't like tomatoes. Those, those of you, How those much of are you filling up in your glass? This, I put the glass? whole can in. I mean, but I had a mini can and a lot of ice. So, All right, how much, how what's much a, hot sauce? What's a Josh good amount of hot sauce? puts a few dabs in it if you watch the commercial. Oh, John, John just went for a fact. Oh, God, that seems like disgusting. a lot. I don't ever use this. I, I probably stole this from the restaurant I served at three years ago. Let me check the, the expiration date. Okay, it's December of 24. It's not mixing in. I wouldn't expect it to. It's hot sauce. This is Pepsi. Oh, my God. It's, it's got like this. little chunks floating around. In ew, it. ew. Well, here, maybe ew. if I put some more. the cost to be the boss, dog. Maybe if I put some more in here. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. Oh, my God. I'm going to vomit. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, oh, it looks so gross. <laughs> it looks so gross. Oh my god, this smells. See disgusting. all the videos I've seen of people doing this. It usually mixes a little bit better than that. If I hold it up, all right, we had some technical difficulties there for a second, but hopefully this this drink hasn't marinated for too long. I got it's up start- to stir. That's what I got up to do is to stir this nasty looking hot sauce in here. It, mine has not, it has been approximately 15 minutes and mine is like still conjured together at the top. 
Mine's at the bottom. Look at this. It, it looks like I'm like stirring chunks around here. Yeah, like, mine looks like bad tomato soup. It's carbonated. All right. Ready, Tom? All right. Well, I guess Cheers, we're going to To Josh Cheers. Allen's perfect passer rating game. Go Sabres. Oh, there you go. Cheers. Cheers. Small sip at first. Oh, fatty sip by Brando over here. I I really, I don't, oh, okay. There it is. Interesting. Yeah, it's just kind of like spicy Pepsi. It's really like, you know, I think of spicy stuff. I mean, as a soft drink, if it's fresh, cold, like Pepsi is spicy, right? Like that's got that little kick to it. That I think carbonation, that's just the fizziness, yeah. Well, I know that's what I call it. I call it spiciness, right? Spiciness, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that has real spice to it. I can feel it in my, <clears throat> I can feel it in my throat. I don't hate it. I'm gonna put some more uh, hot sauce in there. I definitely will never do this again. I like Pepsi the way it is, and I'm not. Yeah, a yeah. Huge I mean, it's like if it ain't broke, fan. don't fix it. I'm gonna put a little bit more hot sauce in. Hopefully, that wasn't too much. <sighs> I don't know. Something about the sauce, man. Working at Santino's for those years is like, I don't like the smell of it. I don't like looking at it. I just, I love wings though. And I like dipping it in there, but something about the sauces. All right. This is, this is now it's getting, getting orange, too. John. Oh my God. That's a little spicier. Yeah. I think if you keep the ratios low, you might be able to have that, but you know, I did, that's one I of those things is like, four have shakes. your Pepsi. Have your Pepsi and your wings separate. What do you have in your drink to get away from the spice of your wings? That's a good point. I don't know. I do. Yeah. A little, little bit of relief in there. Yeah. Pat, what, what temperature of wings do you usually have? Are you, you strike me mild. as a mild or medium guy. Mild. Yeah. Mild or medium, I guess. I mean, I, if someone had hot wings, I wouldn't not eat them, but it just yeah. hurts me. Like physically hurts my, my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, John, you, you like the hot mild? stuff, right? Yeah. I like the hot stuff. Yeah. It was this weird transition because I never like growing up. I didn't like super hot things, but like after trying hot chicken in Nashville a couple times and like really burning my face off, there's some psychology behind this. Like if you have a bad experience, but you get through it and it makes you want to repeat that experience, you know, some really screwed up stuff in our minds, right? Some I think sort of sadomachism. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> people, like I, this, uh, the study that somebody did had to do with like spicy foods, uh, roller coasters, like really scary rides at a music amusement parks, all those kind of things. I don't know if you can file ice baths under this, like really cold oh, ice baths. Oh man! But yeah, so well, must must he, have been some of that. <laughs> but I really love the spicy stuff now. Like uh, interesting. Give me all the spicy stuff you got. I don't know. Life is hard enough as it is. I don't need my food <laughs> hurting me. <laughs> I don't need my food hurting me. <laughs> Make it oh, easy. But. All of those things that you referenced, maybe like the gym, I could see that like you're working out in your body, you runners high. That's what they say. Right. And, yeah. but those are also doing good things to your body. Like, yes, you know, it's like spicy food. It's, you know, I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and be a little bit stronger or healthier because I had hot sauce in my, uh, no, in my, my Pepsi. No, but. Not. I might be a little gassier, <laughs> but like that's, that's true. it. Whereas like in a roller coaster, in theory, they're not supposed to physically harm you, right? Whereas hot sauce is like, it's hurting your face. It's hurting your mouth. I don't know. I've never it's been true. a fan. I don't like spicy things. Give me a you sweet. wouldn't even eat some Takis? 
Well, I'll eat Takis, man. But I don't, like I don't, hot blue, fries and Takis. Blue heat, heat Takis. Give me the lime ones. I like the lime ones. I had the, dude, I had the straight cheddar Takis. Yeah, those are pretty good. The cheddar ones are the sweet yeah. chili ones. I remember yeah. my first time I had one, my girls basketball team that I was coaching at the time, they named us the Takis. And I was like, what the hell is a Taki? And they're like, here, coach. And I was like, oh, I'm like, this is a really a cool one. concept. And I'm like, I need liquid right now in my mouth. And it needs to be cold and preferably milk. <laughs> To get this spice out of here. You got John still drinking his hot sauce concoction over there. <laughs> you know, yeah. I wish I hadn't put that extra little bit. I think I put way too much in eventually. John, your, your Pepsi look is orange. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty orange. <laughs> Not a fan. You know who is Sorry. hot though? Oh, you set the yourself Buffalo up Bills. for. Uh, the Buffalo. <laughs> I was like, where's he? Where's he going? A mom joke, this? dude. I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm just oh, happy, so man. I'm, I'm happy about this team. Josh Allen's in so many commercials now. I still love the Dan Marino commercial where they're old. And Randy Moss. Randy Moss isn't even that old. He could probably suit up and still help somebody. Who's the worst receiving core in the league? That's a good question. I, w- I would say the Bears, but it's probably just the, the fact that, you know, whatever. Well, they just got <laughs> DJ Moore, too. They probably would be yeah. without him. Well, Chase Claypool is trying to get out. They could They could tag him out. And the yeah. way they're passing the ball, he probably wouldn't have too many passes thrown his way anyway. So, it would be, but would you think yeah. of New England as the worst wide receiver room in the league? Possibly. You were Mister uh, Juju Smith Schuster stand there at the beginning of this year. Hey, you I'm said all he about value, man. He's going in like he, the twelfth round. I'm not He's talking fantasy football. Round. You called him a number one ride, what true number one wide receiver on the well, podcast he might be over the summer. If so. He has a quarterback to throw yeah. the ball. Nah, He's maybe. proved he is with a good quarterback. Kendrick Bourne isn't that bad. I, I Well, Juju wasn't that good in Kansas City. He was like serviceable, but he wasn't like, he still wasn't a number one. And, you know, that's when teams are keying in on Travis Kelce on top of that. Yeah. Well, but I don't to know. I'm not trying, to, I'm not trying to hate on a random guy. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, you know, you see these guys on that commercial, they're old, but Randy Moss is like the youngest out of all of them. Where you grab him and T.O. and you put them on the Patriots, they're probably catching balls on Sunday from somebody. They're able to. They're better. I think they would be serviceable. It's a good question. Well, I mean, when you think well, about it, Jerry Rice was also... I mean, how old is Randy Moss, just out of curiosity? Over Jerry under... Rice played, Jerry Rice played right until now. he was, what, 43, 44? So, uh, John, 50. spit a number right now. Randy Moss? Yeah. Uh, 42. Pat? 50? He's 46. So, all right. So we know. averaged out close enough. So, I mean, Jerry, Jerry Rice would have been three years removed from playing football at Randy's age. But would you take him on the Bills right now? No. Practice Randy squad, Moss? Randy Moss. Yeah. <laughs> on the practice squad. Call <laughs> nah. him up if there's a big time injury or two or three. What was the last few years of Jerry Rice's career? Good. 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 No, yeah. no, no. I'm no, I'm saying like what years? Like, I'm not oh, like saying 2004. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I feel like the average 40 speed of the NFL was like at least two tenths of a second higher. That's a good, yeah. that's a good question. If you averaged the 40 times of all the skill position players in the NFL and looked at it year by year, I wonder what the difference would be in those two eras. That's a good question. Cause there's definitely, I mean, there's so much emphasis on speed these days, right? I mean, Jerry Rice. Okay. So he's a sixth place, a runner up MVP. With 22 touchdowns, seventh, third, third, second. Dude had some good seasons. I think we're going to be talking about uh, one of our own, like we're talking about Jerry Rice right now. And it's not Gabe Davis and it's not Khalil Shakir. 
Really? Are you, are you sure you're not talking about Cardio Sink's going to play for a long time? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, what, what a game from Stefan Diggs. Is is that the best game we've seen from Stefan Diggs as a Bill? Like, Good question. I mean, potentially. I saw him, Brandon, remember we saw him the home opener last year catch three touchdowns, yeah. too. I mean, not as impressive. What's his career high for yards in a game? Oh, it's 162. Oh man, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I, as I think a guy who's not he... known for breaking tackles, just that spin move on that one play was was pretty nice, making dolphins look stupid. <laughs> Sorry, what's up? <laughs> You're like falling apart. There. He's got his. I was kind of hoping you two were gonna keep the conversation going while I was trying to fix my. I knew I was. I was too face. interested in what the hell was going on with your hat. I don't know what's happening. What were we saying? We were talking best, about best game as a yeah, Bill Stefan Diggs. Well, I think you have to say yes, but. Some of those games, who did he match up against when he had that other game against the Titans? See, they didn't really have a great corner. He's had a couple games against Sauce, but nothing like this. But they didn't put Howard on him at all, which is interesting. Vic Fangio just is getting torched by the Buffalo Bills wherever he goes. Love to see that. <laughs> They'd love to see it. The only thing that would have made it better if it was a uh, Fox broadcast and you had Troy Aikman, who <laughs> won't ever shut up about Vic Fangio on a broadcast. Vic Fangio. Yeah. WGI did a good good spe- segment the other day, and it was like, who's the the worst best of all time? Right? You get you're in the Hall of Fame, you're kind of credited to be a really good player. And I always think of Troy Aikman when I think of that. That's a like, good that's a good thought. Um, who's another quarterback who had really media? I mean, Joe Namath. Like no. Joe uh, I mean, but yeah. Joe Namath, you got it. Joe Namath won it. it I mean, Troy Aikman has three Super Bowls, regardless of what you want to say about him. Like, I mean, that takes some level of continued success. And like, obviously, you're going to have a Trent Dilfer or a Brad Johnson along the way. But like, I, I mean, for it's got to be like post 1985, I think. Yeah, I guess it's kind of hard to compare. I mean, he won a Super Bowl's post 1985. Uh, I just meant for like Joe Namath. Oh, Joe Namath Terry yeah. Sawchuk was another one, right? Or not Terry Sawchuk. He's a goalie. Yeah, <laughs> Terry Sawchuk played goalie, who is also. Yeah, you could be in the same conversation for the NHL, labeled one of the best ever, but did it when NHL players were like, you know, chain smoking cigs on the bench and nobody's wearing helmets and <laughs> stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. I thought that was interesting, but good conversation on WGR. Well, I mean, if you're talking conduct wise, then OJ Simpson would be <laughs> the worst of the best. <laughs> the but, worst um, of the best. Yeah. I never thought I would see OJ. I've seen a lot of people walking through there randomly, but never OJ. Yeah, I'm trying to scroll through this article of the, uh, the top 25 worst Hall of Fame inductees of all time, and it's taken a long time to get to the bottom here. Ray Guy on that list, I don't know if I agree with that. I think there should be... Is he the only punter in I the Hall so. of Fame? Yeah, it's like if you're the best punter of all time, get him in there. I mean, that's our case for Steve Tasker, right? Best special teams player of all time. Jackie Smith, tight end. <laughs> Not to be confused with Jackie Child. Yes. Lawyer from you, Seinfeld. Or Jackie Chan. Okay, Red Bad Grow is credited as the um, worst Hall of Fame induction of all Hunter time. Hunter Renfro? <laughs> By all accounts, Morris Red Bad Grow was a solid two-way player in the leather helmet days. He led the league in pass receptions, 16 one year, and scored the first touchdown in an NFL championship game before his retirement after the 1936 season. <laughs> Things you didn't know. 16 receptions led the league in receptions one year. Led the league in receptions. Yeah. Won a game. What a life. Could you imagine all the routes that he ran that never got the ball? 
three-time NFL All-Pro, 31, 33, 34. Won wow. one championship. His position is offensive defensive end. That's when you know it's old. When the position names are not even modern position names. That's funny. Play for the New York Giants. Okay, that team still exists. There's Polo Ground. Yeah, probably. Okay, this says statistics per 16 games. I think this is. Uh, I, it says statistics slash 16 games. I'm guessing he didn't play 16 games in his 10 year career. So that's statistics per 16 games to try to level the playing field among these guys, like divided by one season or for the 12 game a year seasons to kind of put it on a level playing field. So over a 16 game span, he averaged six receptions, 16 yards per reception. That's pretty impressive. And 1.2 touchdowns. That's crazy. (laughs) Over a 16 game season. Well, 16 TDs in a touchdown, 16 TDs in a touchdown, 16, you know, touchdowns in a season. We'd be pretty hyped about that coming from a bills player. Oh, 1.2 TDs per 16 games, not over 16, per, not per and how game, many receptions? Per 16, six receptions over 16 games, not even one per game. Did you see, uh, you know, talking stats here, totally not relevant to anything from the 1930s, but as I'm scrolling through, I see Aaron shots. He tweets the Buffalo bills are the best three in one ever in history. Oh, with DVOA, right? to 1930 yeah from dvoa that's pretty impressive interesting yeah i mean it feels that good these last three games right could you want better i you know it goes back to the opening what more could you want from these last three games you're getting the most balanced attack that you ever have outstanding offensive line play your steph Diggs superstar is being a steph Diggs superstar stone cold steph Diggs. terrell dodson i see that terrell bernard yeah who the hell is dodson He's the other Tyrell guy, right? Dotson. He's like a special yeah. teamer. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He was, he was Bernard. about to be the starting middle linebacker this year. Yeah. Right. TV one month later. Like, I know. Right. Yeah. Flash plays on the defense. They just want to stay healthy. Right. That's the, that's yeah. the key. Pat, we had an interesting question on our last episode. Um, we said if Tremaine Edmonds, you know, we're talking about poor Tremaine Edmonds in Chicago. Right. And another heartbreaking loss for Chicago as they were up, what, 21 points or something like that, or, or at least in the fourth quarter, yeah. in the fourth quarter and then lost by three, uh, which by the way, spoiler for the game picks, they won by three, but the Broncos were favored by three and a half. So that screwed us <sighs> as well on that pick, but we'll get to that on Friday's episode. But yeah, so Tremaine Edmonds, let's say you fly him back to the bills today and he's on the team. He's on the roster. Who do you start Tremaine Edmonds or Terrell Bernard? I mean, if it ain't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's right? what I Honestly, said. Honestly, the Bears <laughs> right. have the worst defense statistically in the NFL. So it's like, well, maybe the Broncos now have that because they dropped a, a 70 burger. But um, statistically speaking, I guess before the, the 70 point game, it was the Bears that had um, the worst defeat. And they actually still have the largest like margin of like whatever, I guess. Point, point differential. differential. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. And we can't put that all on Tremaine Edmonds' star. That we can't put that all on Tremaine Edmonds' shoulders. No, no, obviously. I mean, the point differential is like a testament to poor offensive play as well. But I mean, I guess I don't know. It's just one of those things where I feel like he was, and it's hard to say too because there definitely is a stark difference in you know the way that our defense plays and the you know the pressure packages and stuff that we have with Sean McDermott versus Leslie Frazier. So I guess he'd be a different player just based on the the scheme that he was playing. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean 
Yeah, that, that's pretty I, I much exactly what I said to a T. It is what you said, John. And I said line him up. And at then the Brandon's end like, Brandon's, Brandon's <laughs> like, give me another reason to pull Darren Johnson off the field. <laughs> Let him be the slot guy. <laughs> oh my God. Do you think Leslie Frazier is watching McDermott call these games way more aggressively from the booth being like, wow, what's happening here? They're I, don't, blitzing. I don't know. They're blitzing. And, and it's like, he's not. Like so, so much more aggressive. It's just like aggression at the perfect times, right? Yeah. It's like play soft on certain. And then on third down there, I mean, the dolphins were what three of 10 on third down and 0 for three on fourth down. Yeah. Like they came when it counts, like the dolphins got their yards. They still put up over 300 yards of offense at, you know, somewhere between three and 400. I think when it came to third down, that's when the Bills played their best defense. That's when they had their best looks. That's when Tua didn't have time to throw. That's when they got pressure. They got sacks. And uh, yeah, four, two fourth down sacks. Like he didn't even get the ball out, you know. And a fumble, right? They could get him down. Yeah. So. And when you think about it on the flip side, off offense on third down just lights it up. They just keep these drives going and going and going and going. Not a defensive yeah aspect but uh, i was just gonna say like that's the thing that if you wanted to complain about anything in these last two games it's that first and second down production you know wasn't necessarily there but who cares if you're getting 12 yards on third down every single yeah. time you know just the way that our d line is and i was talking to you know my resident dolphins fan at the school i work at friend of the show sam who's had a tough day watching this the, the fish oh yeah but she we were talking she's like the bills aren't 20 points better than the Dolphins. You know, it's just they played better with these things sort of happening. And I was like, you know what? The parts that are I would agree with that are at our defensive line because Greg Rousseau lined up as a D tackle with at six foot eight with that wingspan and Leonard Floyd rushing off the end. Just the way that we can and Epinesa so big. Like these these little moments for Tua. I want to say Tua was throwing to his first read 80% of the time leading into this week. And against the Bills, he did it at like a 56% clip. I saw the stat. And just that difference of, oh, it's not there. That little hitch where you can kind of see it, where he has to turn to look at his next read. Boom, he's hit. Like that right. little bit of coverage makes such a huge difference. Well, and, and wasn't he only sacked one time coming into this game? And yeah, hit five like times total. Stat. Right? And then we hit him like 10 times. Yeah. And what, three sacks on the day? So tripled what had happened in three games earlier with not bad teams, by the way, like not bad defensive lines, you know, Patriots and commanders were among those teams or not commanders, uh, San Diego, San Diego. Thank you. Chargers, LA. LA. I know what you meant. Thank you. I was thinking about good defensive lines too much, but all right. Well, before we get too far into this one, which I know we already are, but it's a victory Monday. So to hell with it. We're going to take a break and uh, we'll be right back after this. So stick with us. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning 
and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's time for Quotes with Pat. They're things that people said. So, um, in honor of the Dolphins no longer being three and zero, I figured I'd give you guys a quote from someone who's on a team that is three and zero. After getting a win yesterday, they said we haven't needed to go through some adversity in order for us to be locked in. Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. I was going to say nope. Brock Purdy after that. But no. that doesn't that doesn't sound like a Brock Purdy quote. Um, but let's see. So teams that are four and zero, it's uh, it's 49ers, and Eagles, uh, Eagles that's and it. that's it, right? Yep. AJ Brown. Nope. Uh, uh, Debo. Close. McCaffrey. Oh, uh, uh, Brandon Ayuk. Nope. Uh, other side of the ball. Joey Bosa. Dad, the other Bosa. One of the Bosas. No, it's not. Fred Warner, uh, yes, Fred Warner. Okay, nice. I was gonna, I was gonna say he went to Mormon school, and then I was gonna be like, he was. There's a picture of him almost intercepting a Josh Allen pass. I'm, I, I don't know if it was Sunday or Monday Night Football. You guys it know was what a primetime game, about? dude. With, I yeah. loved that. That's one of my favorite Bills games from the past three years. Yeah, uh, they game. had the Stormtrooper uniforms on. It was you know Monday Night Football in San Francisco, and Josh Allen just ate that defense. Robert Salah's defense. Yes, I know. I wish we could do that lately. But that's the only time that Robert Sala has sucked against Josh Allen. Maybe, maybe he's like he's really got a vendetta now. Like he was, he was so embarrassed that night that he uh, he stays up all night, all off season game planning uh, for Josh Allen, and that's why yeah, the Bills have such a problem a good, with the Jets these days. Good game plan against Pat Mahomes too. I thought he was going to blow a gasket watching. I thought I was going to blow a gasket watching yeah. that game. Like the holding call that was missed, the holding call that was called. I was like, oh, maybe it's different Come when on, you're guys. super bald like that and you can see every vein, but that's true. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, it's when you're, when you're bald, you're envious of people that have hair. And I mean, Andy Reid doesn't really have any hair, so I don't know what he would be too envious of. Does, but, he ever um, get some- <laughs> Does Andy Reid get stressed? Carry on. No, he just eats Sorry. his feelings, dude. Um, <laughs> but well, speaking of someone who's compensating for a physical lack of um, prowess, uh, this player, after catching a first down two weeks ago, said, "You too little. You too little. I'm the big boy around here." Oh, I saw a highlight of a guy this, this week catch a touchdown, and then you know, do a little like put his hand by his knee to yeah. I- indicate somebody's height. 
but I don't know who that was. I think that was like that wasn't Jamar Devonta Chase. Smith. They, they, no, smaller no. than Devonta Smith. Small uh, guy. All right. AFC his personal NFC. life would indicate that he also has issues around being small and people telling him what to do. Um, Interesting. Oh, Josh is this a Tyreek Hill quote? Yes. Ooh. I literally heard the audio and I lost brain cells. Um, but <laughs> every one of his podcast listeners says the same yeah. thing. I, I don't, so yeah, that, that, that's a tough listen. I had eighth graders talking about what he wants to do when he retires. And I was like, Tyreek. Don't we all want to do that though? But come on. <laughs> that's, what every, that's what every guy wants to do. So it's not like it's a super original. Like, I mean, I guess you could do it if you want to, if that's going to make you feel like a big boy. Like, I mean, if, if that's, if that's what you need to do to feel big, like, I guess, you know, making $30 million in the NFL per year is not big enough for him. Yeah. Well, he's going to take a pay cut for that career, but you know, <laughs> unlimited clout and risk forever. And I mean, I think that, you know, us short men aren't necessarily represented very well in that. Um, but anyways, okay. Um, <laughs> this is my last quote right here. Luke was dialing it up. Guys were protecting up front and the receivers were getting open. So we were definitely in a rhythm, but at the end of the day, we lost the game. So it doesn't really matter. Luke McComb, offensive coordinator. I, I can't confirm or deny. Who's the team that he plays? Who's the team that he coaches for? Who's a Luke offensive coordinator? He's really bad team. at his job. Eberflus, who's a Broncos guy? No, but this is a player on Eberflus's team. Oh, is this Claypool? No, Chase Claypool basically said, I'm going to fart all over the city of Chicago. You need to trade me right now. I'm going to do a TikTok dance about it. But no, not not Chase Claypool. This person Uh, was asked about Chase Claypool and said, I don't know if he said what he said, but if he did say it, and then (laughs) went from there. So is this a Justin Fields quote? It is a Justin Fields quote. Love to see him playing well. Hate to see him lose the game. Love to see the Bears going for the two-point conversion. Love to see him going for it on fourth down, you know, but... I'll love matter. to see the Bears get the first and second overall pick in the draft. You take Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. Poor Lions <laughs> gotta in get, that division. Gotta get some offensive line and free agency there at some yeah. point, but... Yeah. So I like those quotes. ones, Pat. That was, that was good. There are things that people said. People did say those things. All right. Well, we're going to hop off of here and then do our game picks for Friday's episode because we got Pat on the line. But that's going to do it for this episode. You guys know where to find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that crap at Not Buff Podcast. Feel free to uh, like, subscribe, share the podcast, leave a review if you want. Until Friday, we'll be back then and uh, go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.